blessed Triduum, everyone. Over these sacred days, let's hold each other in love and prayer as we move through Christ's passion, death, and resurrection. There are so many scripture readings to pray with over these days, and I'm not going to read all of them in this reflection. You can follow along with the liturgical readings at the U.S. CCB website, and I'll put that link in the show notes. And there are also various apps that you can use to find scripture as well. Or you can just open your Bible and choose a gospel account to follow. In whichever scripture you choose, if you choose one, I hope you take a little time with it and allow God to speak to you through it. Now we'll jump right into our reflection, and at the end I'll offer some questions for a little more reflection and prayer. So let's open ourselves to the presence of God over these sacred days, in our scripture, and in each other. What does it mean to rise from the dead? The disciples asked the same question as Jesus predicted his passion, death, and resurrection several times along the way. They didn't seem to take his predictions to heart, though, since his suffering and death seemed to take them by surprise. We know the story, so we're not surprised. And yet, I have that same question. What does it mean to rise from the dead? And does rising from the dead erase the sorrow of the past few days, as if the trauma of the crucifixion never happened? We've moved through the high drama of this past week, entering in and examining it from every angle. We may have felt the confusion, dismay, and grief of those close to Jesus. We may have entered into Jesus' own experiences, his last moments with his loved ones, his doubts and fears, his betrayal, trial, and execution. And then, what? Then we have this weird time on Holy Saturday when we know Jesus is crucified and lying dead in the tomb, and that, at some point, he'll be resurrected. I've often wondered about that space between death and resurrection. What do you do on Saturday before Easter? Since I go to the Easter Vigil Mass, which begins after the sun goes down, I have a nice, long Saturday to think about this liminal space. I often take a little disco nap, just so I can be present during the service. But how do I pray into that liminal day? Honestly, I'm never sure how to do it, except to acknowledge that it is, in fact, a liminal space, a time of neither here nor there, of neither death nor resurrection. It's a waiting space, a hopeful space an anticipation of coming light, but also a dark night. Even though I know it's going to happen, it feels uncertain and a little disorienting. And then, 
we ease into the joy of resurrection. Some Christian churches, including the Catholic Church, have adopted the Jewish tradition of beginning a celebration the night before, like I mentioned, the Easter Vigil. And so we do keep vigil the night before Easter. Especially on this feast, we're aware of darkness and light. And we allow them to help us to hold this movement from death to life, and even to play their own part in the celebration. We begin with a fire. Yes, an actual fire. We bless the fire and light a candle from it. And that flame leads us into the dark church as we sing a refrain about Christ's light. We hope for that light. We long for it. There's a little confusion, maybe. Maybe even a little whispering, some muffled laughter as we try to find our places in the dark church. We each have a little candle. And as we share the flame with each other, from wick to wick, candle to candle, the community together holds a bit of Christ's light. And we wait together. As we wait, we listen to salvation history proclaimed through the Hebrew scriptures. These readings remind us that God has always been with us, in darkness and in light, from enslavement to freedom, through our exile and in our return, from death to life. We sit in silence, we listen, and we sing our response. And then we sing the Gloria and listen to the reading to the Romans, which says, Are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of God, we too might live in newness of life. So we're reminded that this is not just about Jesus. Christ's death and resurrection is of cosmic significance. And it's about us, too. We also die and rise each year through this season and through each season of our lives. Our whole lives are a cycle of dying and rising, suffering and joy, and also those liminal spaces in between. Our lives are Christ's life, and Christ lives in us, and so we're there together celebrating the darkness and light in humanity and in ourselves. And we feel this, we feel this, praying there together as Easter dawns and the lights come on and the bells ring. We're kind of dazzled by the sudden joy and light around us. So again, what does it mean to rise from the dead? Does it erase the suffering of the past or present? Does rising from the dead mean that suffering didn't happen? I'm sure it doesn't mean that. We're actually meant to see the whole of the passion, the entirety of Christ's suffering, death, and resurrection as one story one long movement from darkness into light, 
The church services over these days are really one long prayer experience, and each movement is meant to be held in light of the whole. So we hold death and resurrection in the context of the whole of salvation history for all people in all times and for ourselves personally. Darkness and light are neither good nor bad. They're both parts of the whole. We can't consider suffering apart from resurrection, and we can only enter into resurrection joy while bearing in mind the experience of suffering. Actually, we see this dynamic reflected in the resurrected body of Christ. Scripture accounts tell us that when Christ appeared to his disciples, he still bore the scars of crucifixion. That's how his loved ones knew it was him. Rising from the dead doesn't cancel out death. Instead, it helps us to navigate the mystery of death and also to live our lives with joy amidst sorrow. The Paschal mystery reminds me that all of life experiences belong. During hard times, I tend to think, this shouldn't be happening. Maybe life should be easier and I'm doing it wrong. But that's not so. Suffering is part of the deal. To be sure, some of my suffering comes from my own head, my doubts and fears, resentments, worries. But that doesn't make it less real. Sometimes I make choices that bring on my own suffering. And sometimes painful things just happen. But either way, I'm not alone. Despite my mistakes and brokenness, God is still with me. Because the thing is, God knows the deal. God knows that we're all caught in the ups and downs of this life, that we all bear our scars and brokenness, even as we experience joy. And we know that as we live this life of darkness and light, God is deeply with us. So what Easter means to me is that God is present with me, with us, through all of life, the moments that seem like death and the moments that feel like resurrection. Life is a mix of experiences and each piece of it belongs. And we belong to Christ. So are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death and resurrection? No, we are aware. Christ is with us in darkness and in light. Thanks be to God. And now let's take some time to continue and maybe even deepen our reflection. Where is darkness and where is light in your life right now?
given where you are in life right now and everything that's going on with you, which parts of this story resonate with you? What is it about these parts of the story that touch you so deeply? Maybe you could just take a little time with God and see what God has to say to you about this story, about your life, and about your relationship with God. Thanks for listening to the Providence Podcast. I hope you stay connected with God's Space and, of course, the Sisters of Divine Providence of Kentucky as well. May you notice all the ways that God cares for you, and may we all take good care of each other. Peace. Peace.